Hello, Roberto. Hi, how are you? I am good, thank you. How are you doing? I'm fine, at home. Can you please introduce yourself, where you are from, what job you do, and how long it has been you are in Istanbul, please? Uh, well, my name is Roberto. I'm from Venezuela, but I, I, I have been living here in Istanbul for almost four years already. I'm studying a PhD here in Istanbul, uh, and also I'm working as a Spanish teacher in a private school. Now I want to talk to you about this lockdown and its effects. How do you spend your time at home under the current circumstances, firstly? Uh, well, because I'm working in a school, for me the situation started, I think, like one or two weeks before the rest of the people in Turkey, because the schools were closed at the beginning. Um, well, I am spending my time at home totally different than before. Now I am waking up after 12 p.m. Even if I try to wake up earlier, it's difficult for me. And I spend my day until 4 or 5 a.m. Uh, midnight, watching TV or whatever. The rest of the things that I do, well, I prepare online classes for my students because we are, uh, we are still teaching, but uh, online classes. And uh, also I do some exercise that I found on YouTube or I play some video games. Uh, I try to read as much as I can. And I watch a lot of TV. I I, now I don't remember how many series and films I have been watching on Netflix or Amazon. I am even watching now more Turkish TV series. Which ones? Think, um, well, I'm watching the one in... I, I forgot the name, actually. I don't remember the name. I think it's Menstum, Menstum mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, and also, there is a, a new one in Netflix. Uh, it's called Ask. Uh, USB. Yeah, Love 101. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's a new one. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it because it's related to schools, and you know that the students like to watch Elite and La Casa de Papel and all this stuff. That's our topic in the Spanish classes. So I have to pay attention to those kind of TV series to talk with them about. So uh, on Netflix, which shows do you watch recently? Well, I have been watching a lot. Um, I watched uh, La Casa de las Flores because I really like it. I finished it in one night, <laughs> La Casa de las Flores. Um, I also watched La Casa de Papel, the new, the new, uh, how can I say, the new season. Um, I watched Insatiable, which is an American TV series. Uh, I have been watching also these Turkish movies. I forgot the name, Rejet Ivik. I think it's the name of like that. It's a comedy film. Uh, for me, it's a little bit funny. I know I, I was talking with some Turkish friends that I have, and they were like, why are you watching that movie? Uh, it's a stupid, it's very rude, and blah, blah, blah. But for me, that I'm a foreigner, a lot of the 
let's say, Turkish behavior that I really have fun with, because for me they're funny, because they're totally different, he really expressed them in a very exaggerated way. So for me, he's very funny to watch. Yeah, that's really interesting to hear about him. But yeah, as a foreigner, it might have an ef- a different effect. Yeah, I mean, someone that lives abroad and has never been living in Turkey, of course, if, if that person won't understand any of the jokes in the movie. But if you're a foreigner and you have been living here for more than a year and you have your Turkish friends, everything, you will really enjoy the movie because it's very funny. I really enjoy it. I see your point. So, how about books? What do you read recently? Well, at the beginning, I mean, I'm used to stay outside of home almost all day. I just, uh, before I was arriving at home around 7 or 8 p.m. And I was just, most of the days I, I was eating outside. So, I was just coming, relaxing, watching something, and then sleeping for next day. But uh, the first week, uh, days of the quarantine, I was doing kind of the same, but at home. <laughs> Everything that I was eating, I was ordering from the next party. Everything. All kind of junk food I was eating. Then at one point, I saw that this was not going to be a very short time. It was going to be a long time. So I need to start to get used to do my own food, which... I don't know, for more than three years I have I haven't done it because I'm always outside. So I started to buy normal food, try to buy as healthy as I can. Not eating uh, drinking cola because I was drinking a lot of cola at the beginning of this day. Now I, I'm not buying cola, I'm not buying some uh, sweet things, only very small things when I ha- I am like anxiety, I have anxiety or something like that. I want to something to it, but I don't buy like before because it was crazy. And I started to cook. I started to watch some tutorials about how to do perfect rice because at the beginning it was very faster. Uh, how to do some Italian food that I really love, and also some food from my country Venezuela because I was used to my mother or my grandma or my aunt to cook. Now I have to do it by myself. And yeah, I have been trying to like learn how to cook. Something that I was not interested before somehow, but I enjoy it now, really. I really enjoy it. How do you think this situation affected you psychologically and vocationally? Uh, I see that uh, you still teach online. But how about psychologically? Well, um, about the professional side, Thank God that I'm not too much affected by it because I am still working from home. I know that some people cannot work right now and they are very worried about money and about also the time that they are spending without producing anything. Uh, But for me, that's not the case. Thank God I have my salary at the end of the month and I am working. Even though I have to be honest, Working online is more difficult and also it takes more time than a normal office uh, uh, work. Because people think that you are available 24-7 because you are at home 
So it, it, you don't have like a special set uh, working hours. You are working from the moment you wake up until you lay down. You have things to do. Of course, you stop and you can do something personal, but you still have to finish it. So sometimes it takes uh, late hours to finish it. For example, yesterday I was until 2 a.m. working on something for the school and something that I was not doing before. And it can be a little bit annoying. Uh, but psychologically, I think it affects the most. For me, it's a little bit more difficult because I am alone at home. I mean, I haven't seen a, like a familiar face uh, in real life. I, everything is on WhatsApp or Google Meet or Zoom or whatever, but I mean, I, I, I haven't had get physical or personal touch with anybody, any of my friends. I'm used to not having it with my family because it's already four years been abroad, but I mean, my friends are my family here and I haven't seen them. Uh, and I think that is the part that is coming all this anxiety and like I feel not always hungry, but like I have to eat something or some, somehow I have to drink something just to like keep my mind busy. Um, I have been trying to control that part because I understand that it's not that I'm hungry, it's anxiety issue. But talking with other people, I think it's kind of like the big problem for everyone. Now that we are at home and we are not doing uh, like physical activities or distracting ourselves from the things that we have at home, our mind is always trying to think like, what do I have in the refrigerator? So that I open it like, I don't know, like 10 times, I know what is inside, but I'm still opening. And I said, no, I don't, have, I don't want to eat. I, I don't need to eat or something like that. Um, so yeah, being alone in this uh, curfew time or quarantine time has been very difficult for me. I know that some people are with their families and even though they, are, they have more problems now than before, at least they are interacting with someone in their place. But for me, it's not the case. So when I have the opportunity to go out for the market, I, I don't know, I even try to make friendship with the cashier or the personal at the, uh, the that sells cheese or meat or something to talk with them, just to interact in a different way. Do you have any ways to deal with this uh, psychological situation? Do you do anything? Well, um, I try to, since I wake up, I really, I, I'm not... Being very disciplined with the sleeping and wake up time, I really let my body to sleep when it wants and to wake up when it wants, unless I have uh, something to do on a specific hour for, for work especially. But uh, for the rest, I try to stay as busy as I can. Like I try to read, uh, I try to do yoga from from YouTube, this channel yoga with uh, Adian, I watch it. Uh, also, I play a lot of video games these days, just to stay, to keep my mind busy, because I think the problem is that, I mean, being at home, alone, with nothing to do besides the work that, okay, when you do it, you finish it, and then you, you don't even have the one hour uh, movie 
between time, like from the school to the house, it takes for me like one hour to get. I don't even have that time to, you know, to see something different. I'm always at home watching the four walls of my room. So uh, I try to do different things. I'm also uh, starting a YouTube channel in Spanish uh, because with these uh, situations that we have, uh, especially Latin American countries, uh, it has been difficult for them to adapt to the online classes and the, especially to the evaluation process, uh, which is something that, thank God, the school where I work, we have been dealing with. Uh, so I'm trying to make some tutorials for them to how to use some uh, applications or programs or websites to evaluate the kids. Um, I started just this like one week ago because one teacher from my school asked me if I can make a video for for, she, for her to um, I learn how to use Google Forms to make quizzes, which is something that I do. So I started to do it and then I said, but I mean, if I'm explaining to her, I can explain to other people. So I will just make a video, I'll upload it on YouTube. <laughs> I'm starting with that. And besides that, I'm also, I, I start to do something for, like create something with my hands, physically. So I start to make some terrariums for myself at home and buying from internet, from Hefibura and all those stuff, cactuses and small plants and glasses and a sand to make terrariums and trying to stay as busy as I can until I have, I want to sleep on a jet coat. And well, also at the end, I still have friends and I still have family. So actually right now I'm talking more with them than before. Uh, we are having now like video conference with four people, 10 people, even friends that I have in another country that I haven't seen for four years. And we talked a few times during these four years. Now we are in co contact almost every day. And we spend hours talking on the phone. Meanwhile, someone is cooking. We, we are talking on the, or the other person is preparing something else. We are just trying to have a really personal relationship with our people the way that we can. After this lockdown time, if everything gets back to normal, what do you expect, what changes do you expect to happen in our lives? Hmm, well, after this situation, I don't think uh, this can go to normal as the way they were before. I think there will be some changes. Um, I, I, at least I hope so, because, I mean, this situation is not good, but also it's a time that we have, we could ha uh, have our moments to see what we were doing before that it is wrong also. And what are the things that we really enjoy? For example, uh, for me, and also I have been I have been talking with my students uh, that actually we miss each other. I mean, and, and before when I was in the school, I was like, oh my god, I have class again with these people that they are crazy and they're going to make me angry. Blah blah blah. At the end, I love them, but we have to understand that kids from of twelve years, uh, twelve years old, thirteen years old. I mean, teenagers, they are really heavy to manage. 
to manage. So uh, it was a moment before that I was kind of like, I'm not annoyed, but like saying things that because I was tired or I was overwhelmed, uh, they were coming from my mind. But now that I have this time to be really alone, I mean, I really miss them. I really miss to interact with them. I was actually having fun with them, with their the way of they think, and somehow they make me younger, let's say. Um, they also say the same from, from uh, the online classes. I mean, I thought they were going to be happy to be at home because every day at the school, they, they were like, ah, oh, we are again at school and blah, blah, blah. But now they really say, I mean, I miss school. <laughs> I don't want to stay at home anymore. Uh, studying at home is very difficult because you cannot concentrate. You have your mom, you have your dad, you have your brother. Uh, they are watching TV, they are, they are doing whatever, and you are in one corner of your house with your computer or your tablet, whatever, trying to learn something, uh, which is difficult for them. And I think that even though we come back to the school, after this experience, uh, we are going to value more the time that we have there. I don't think it will be permanent because as humans, we always forget everything very fast. So, but I think at the beginning, we will value that time. Also, it will change the way that we interact with other people. Uh, I don't know if at the beginning it will be a little bit of like a paranoid thing to get close to someone. I think it will. And even though I love going to the clubs or cafe or restaurant with my friends, those places, I think they won't be as crowded as they were before because of this situation. I have even... Uh, read some news about that even if they open and start the football games or very crowded events, at the beginning they will be uh, they will be done uh, with the door closed or with just like 25% of the people of capacity. So I think it will change the way that we were taking life before. Even the trips and travels that we were doing, they won't be the same. And people will be paranoid about it, I think. What do you miss most about our normal life? I miss people, I think. Um, it's funny because, I mean, sometimes even people can be annoying to you, uh, even your own friends and your own family. But for me, I think that's the one, that's the thing that I miss the most. I mean, going out with them, talking about whatever, having, like, freedom, let's say. Feel free to do whatever you want. Um, it's something that you know, and it will be like that for I think a very long period of time until we come to the 100% normality. Let's say. Uh, I don't. Even though this uh, lockdown is finished, I will feel safe outside. I mean, even last time I took a metro. It, I don't remember even when it was, but lockdown was already uh, uh, active, was already done, and I had to go to the school to take something from there to work at home. Uh, I took Metro, and even though there were these spaces like uh, one seat is empty and everything like that, I was always looking at the people like, is this person coughing? Uh, this person is using the mask wrong or something like that. So 
I think that sense of fear will stay for a while. And even though you can go out, even though you can meet your people, even though you can like do your normal life, you will always have in your mind this person can be sick or this seat can be infected or uh, I have to go from here as fast as possible because it's getting crowded. But I think it will be something like that, a little bit paranoid at the beginning. Hope that it can change very fast, but especially here in Istanbul that is a very crowded city and public transportation is very crowded, especially at uh, hot hours. Uh, it will be difficult to feel safe. How about your country? What's the recent situation in Venezuela? Do you get news from there, your family, how they are? And uh, do you know anyone infected around your family or friends? Yeah, well, um, unfortunately for like two years uh, or three years, Venezuela has been dealing with a very big, big problem, a political, economical, social problem there. So somehow those problems uh, have made that uh, coronavirus hasn't been so hard to deal there because we have right now few uh, connections with other countries because most of the countries in Latin America are doing an embargo to Venezuela and also a lot of airlines uh, have closed their flights to Venezuela as well. So we are we were, we have, we were receiving and having uh, international flights very few amount during the week. So the coronavirus is not that hard there. We started to have uh, cases like three or four weeks after Turkey declared their first case. And also the cases there are very few. The government could control the situation. They took the people to their hospitals and, and is a little bit safe, let's say. In my city, for example, there, there are only two cases and actually it's the biggest city in Venezuela. And we are close to the Colombian border. A lot of people that leave the country to Colombia are coming back because in Colombia they are not receiving any medical care with this coronavirus because they are, they are immigrants and they're coming back to Venezuela. So right now, actually, the situation is that these people are coming, some of them are infected, so they are trying to control that effluent of people. But it started very slow, and if they could control it, uh, because of the embargo, Venezuela have had problems to buy medicines from other countries and, you know, medical equipment. But those countries that support Venezuela, like China or Russia, they are sending supplies to there, so they are having control of it. Actually, people are more, right now in Venezuela, people are more worried about what are they going to eat tomorrow and, with, and how much it will cost than actually getting infected with coronavirus. Because mm. Yeah, economic situation is a bigger problem, as I understand. Yes, yes, yes. And I don't know if it's because it's a tropical country or the, the weather or some vaccines that we have when, I, when we are a child. 
but it seems that our immune system is a little bit stronger and we are dealing with it in a better way than in European countries. I mean, that is how some doctors and in researchers, they are trying to say that some vaccines that we have when we are based uh, in Latin America and other third world countries that they are not doing anymore in Europe, uh, they are making our immune system stronger to this kind of disease. Uh, I don't know if this is true because I'm not a doctor, but until now the number says that it can be possible because in Venezuela right now only uh, 230 people have been uh, infected or, or declared as positive with coronavirus and only eight people have died until now. So I don't know if it's the case or not, but we are not affected at all, even though we, we are not accepting any international flights. Uh, we cannot travel, or well, my family cannot travel between cities. Everyone is staying in their cities. Uh, schools are closed. Uh, quarantine is extended until the middle of May. And in there, it's not like uh, if you are over 60, you stay at home, or under 20, you stay at home, and the rest of the people can go out. There, everyone must stay at home. Only doctors or very required uh, workers can go out. You have a larger lockdown then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. These were my questions. Thank you very much for answering them and your time. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you. It's, it's very nice to talk with someone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I agree with you. So I wish you a good day and hope uh, we can meet soon uh, in real life, not on phone yeah, or online. I hope so. And I hope so also in another time to participate again. Thank you. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye. See you. Bye.